Hi, welcome to the Axe Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy. So I'm going to be preaching today and maybe some of you know me. Some of you may not know me. I see a few new faces and maybe some of you tuning in online if you've never like met me before and you're wondering who is this girl standing here and speaking God's word today and um, I just want to take some time to to introduce myself and tell you a little bit about what I do. Yeah, so if you don't know, I am a PhD student. I'm studying at UCL and I major in molecular biology. Cool. (laughs) Well, the full name is Structural and Molecular Biology, but I usually shorten it because I don't really do much of the structural bit, but more of the molecular bit. But usually when I, when I tell people, yeah, I'm doing molecular biology, they will either give me that reaction of, wow, or they will stare at me with this really concerned, like, confused face. You know that meme where there's this girl with this lady with a confused face and there's equations all over her head? Yeah, that, that face. <laughs> and so I, I thought today I can take this opportunity to, to explain maybe in very simple terms what I do. So basically, molecular biology is just the study of the molecules in the cell and how they interact with each other and how that interaction can help cells function properly, right? And yeah, (laughs) thank you, guys. Um, And what I do on a daily basis, right, I go to the lab and every single day, Monday to Friday, sometimes Saturdays. And what I do is I culture cells, um, human cells. Not my cells, but (laughs) cells outside of the body in like petri dishes. And what I do is I grow them and I tend to them and I feed them every day. And when they grow to a certain size, I have to take them out and put them in a new plate and then so that they have more space to grow, basically. But um, what I do with them after that is that I take them and I do experiments on them. And what kind of experiments is I stress them out, basically. You heard of antioxidants, right? So what I do is I treat them with oxidants. We always say, oh, take your antioxidants because they are good for you, yada, yada. But what I study is how oxidants affect the cells and how they overcome the stress. But more specifically, if uh, this is too much, you can just, you know. (laughs) More specifically, I study a specific uh, molecule called coenzyme A and how this molecule protects proteins, which we have millions of in our cells, how they protect them um, and while the cells overcome the stress. Because uh, this way, we are able to find ways, maybe new drug targets for treatment of certain diseases. Because maybe some of you don't know, in very simple terms, sometimes when cells, they don't adapt to stress in the right way, it can lead to disease. Yeah. So yeah. um, But I think I'm going to stop there about what I do. (laughs) Because that's not the main point of today. But um, right now, I'm already in my final year of my PhD. And it's really crazy how time flies. It's been four years. Well, I'm in my fourth year now. And looking back, how I ended up doing my PhD 
was really nothing short of a miracle. And it really first started from just an impossible dream of wanting to do a PhD. But how many of you know that I had to go through um, a season of waiting even before I started my PhD? And let me just share a little bit about my story. Yeah, if, if you guys don't mind. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was really, really blessed um, to be able to meet my supervisor for my final year project for my undergrad. And uh, this supervisor, uh, it was really a lot of God's favor as well. And this supervisor helped me with um, the research um, proposals, the, the, the personal statements for me to apply for a PhD. And he offered me to do a PhD with him. And at the time, I really loved the project. That I'm, I still love it now. But <laughs> yeah, stories about PhDs. But um, I, I really loved this project. And, and he was really just uh, helping me through the process. I went for the interview. And I got the conditional offer for a PhD. But how many of you know, or maybe don't know, that with a PhD, you need to have funding, yeah. right? So. Don't get me wrong, some PhDs, they do come with their funding. Like when you apply for a specific project, it comes with a studentship. But for the specific project that I wanted to do, I had to source my own funding. And yeah, for me, that was quite impossible because I don't come from a well-to-do family. And even my undergraduate studies, it was funded by the Public Service Department of Malaysia, in short, JPA. And yeah, for me to uh, be able to fund this PhD at international student cost as well, I had, I had to source my own funding. But not just that, I was also due to go home to serve my bond for the funding that was given to me um, for my undergraduate studies. So here I was. Um, I had an impossible dream. I didn't know what to do. And... I knew at the time as well that um, I felt very strongly in me that my time here was not up yet. I was here in London and I came in my first year. Um, I came to X London. I, I found Jesus here. I was baptized here. I was growing in my faith here. And I was like, God, this can't be it. I don't think that this is it. And how many of you can relate having you know, you're going through maybe a challenge right now or you have this impossible dream and you just don't know what to do, right? Um, yeah. So even... Um, so if you're taking down notes, this comes to my title of today, of the message today, is um, what to do when you are expecting. Anyone? <laughs> Okay, not expecting. Maybe, maybe some of you are expecting for, for a kid. Or, uh, but what to do when you are expecting uh, something from God or you are waiting on God and you have an impossible dream and you, you don't know what to do. And even as I was preparing for my message, I was asking God what it is that you want to speak to your people today. And I felt him say, he wants to remind us, his people, of how to trust, how to wait on him. And that's why. What do you do when you are waiting? 
Yeah, and um, even as I prepared, I was led uh, to this passage in 1 Samuel chapter 1. And this is the story of Hannah. Um, so just some context. Hannah is first a wife who has a husband that loves her so much, but she also had an impossible dream. She wanted to conceive. She wanted to have kids, but God had closed her womb. But not just that. She had, uh, her husband also has another wife called Penina, and she could have kids. Um, but she also, because of that, every year, which we'll read, they went to the temple and she would provoke her. And we will read later, Hannah was in so much sadness, so much pain. And can I, let's just turn together to 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 6 to 15. If you are there, can I hear a good amen? Cool, you're all there. Amen. Um, all right, let's read. Because the Lord had closed Hannah's womb, her rival, Penina here, kept provoking her in order to irritate her. This went on year after year. Whenever Hannah went up to the house of the Lord, her rival provoked her till she wept and would not eat. Her husband Elkanah would say to her, Hannah, why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? Why are you downhearted? Don't I mean more to you than ten sons? Once when they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh, Hannah stood up. Now Eli, the priest, was sitting on his chair by the doorpost of the Lord's house. And ten, verse 10, in her deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly. And she made a vow saying, Lord Almighty, if you will only look on your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son, that I'll give him to the Lord all the days of his life. And no razor will ever be used on his head. And as she kept on praying to the Lord, Eli observed her, her mouth. Hannah was praying in her heart and her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. Eli thought she was drunk and said to her, How long are you going to stay drunk? Put away your wine. And Hannah said, Not so, my Lord. I am a woman who is deeply troubled. I have not been drinking wine or beer. I was pouring out my soul to the Lord. And even as I was brought to this scripture, you know, God reminded me again, even as we wait on the power of surrender. You know, maybe some of you here, you relate very well to Hannah. Maybe you are going through a challenge. Maybe you are waiting, you're desiring for something, or you, you've been waiting on God for years. Um, like Hannah, you're waiting for years and years, and you're just filled with pain, you're filled with sadness, bitterness, and frustration. And I want to encourage you, you know, God sees you. He sees you crying in the secret. He knows what you're going through. And He wants to lift up your head today. And, you know, coming back to, yeah, even as I was going through this passage, really God reminded me of what, the power is what the the power of surrender and that's the first point for today that surrender surrender not just your desires not just your dreams not just the decisions or situations but also your feelings right 
like Hannah, she, she poured out her soul to the Lord. She weeped with God. Anyone here? Maybe you've got a friend who, when you speak to them, you know, they just pour out all of their, their troubles, their feelings to you. I hope I'm not one of them. <laughs> Maybe I am. But if I am, I'm sorry. But that's, there's nothing wrong with that, really. Um, but also, God wants us to come to Him first with our feelings, right? And not only in Him, because only in Him we can find true rest. Only in Him we can find healing. So go to God with your feelings. But maybe some of you, you don't, you don't share it. You don't talk to people about your feelings. You just bottle it up, you know? You just, whatever you're feeling, you just add it on, add it on, add it on. And it's become maybe who you identify yourself as. Um, and God also says that he doesn't want you to, to be like that. He, we're not meant to live as well that way that allow that sadness or frustration or these feelings to just weigh us down. Yeah, so, yeah, God really wants us to, to surrender our feelings to Him, even when we are waiting. Um, you know, if you need to ugly cry to Him, do it to Him. He wants you to ugly cry to Him. If you're angry, be angry with Him. If you're frustrated, tell God, man, I am so frustrated. <laughs> yeah, but do it to God, right? Yeah. And, yeah, when I was waiting... For my funding at the time, can I be honest with you? I totally did not surrender my feelings. Um, I think I, I did the very on-the-surface optimistic, yeah, God, if this is what you want me to do, I'm just going to, yeah, you're going to provide, right? Yeah, I'm going, um, you're going to just make a way. And long story short, uh, doubt started to come in right? And worry, which turned into fear, which, which turned into maybe even denial. Um, and it all bottled, it was all bottled up within me, and it really saddened me. And sometimes we, we really do that, and it makes us not be able to even have the courage to get up in the morning, right? And, but God is saying, come on, I don't want you to live like that. Yeah. Surrender your feelings to me. Yeah. If you are sad, be sad with me, and I will help you find rest Amen. in me. Yeah. And do you know, even you, when you surrender your feelings, it's not a one-time thing. Yeah. It's an everyday thing. Yeah. It's an every moment thing. Yeah. Hey, someone said something to you that, that hurt you. Yeah. Surrender it to God. Yeah. In that moment even, yeah. let it become a habit, you know? Yeah. Friends, when, when you feel pain, you feel judged, or whatever you're feeling, let it become a habit that you first go to God and let Him deal with it first yeah. before moving on. Amen? Yeah. Amen. All right. Even after you surrender, what do we do? Right? So it comes to my second point of today is while we wait, you surrender, you hope, right? I'm not sure about you, but a lot of times when 
we hope for something, you know, even not the big, big things, but the simple things, right? Any of you, you're hoping that it will snow very heavily this winter? No? No? <laughs> Maybe you hope that it will not snow, but how, how many of you know that it is uncertain? You, you will not know, right? And sometimes even the weather forecast will tell you it's going to snow, but it just doesn't snow, right? Or it will tell you it's, it's not going to snow, but suddenly you have like hailstorms, right? Welcome to London. <laughs> or maybe some of you, you are hoping to go home right now and you want to uh, or hope to meet your family soon, but even in these times, it is uncertain whether or not you can see your family. You know, some of you, maybe you, are, you went through your exams and you hope you did really well or you, you hope you even passed or you went to the interview and you hope that you, you made a good impression. But all of these, at the end of the day, it's, it is uncertain. But God wants to remind us that, hey, don't hope in the outcome but hope in Him, Him who is the only certain one, right? He is the, who is the never-changing one. He who, who has been there and never changed throughout all ages, right? Let's try to understand the word hope a bit more. So what does the, hope, the word hope mean in the Bible? So the Old Testament meaning of hope is to wait, to look for eagerly, to have a positive outlook while you wait and hope. And, and the New Testament meaning is to be patient, to wait, and to endure. It's not, it's not a passive hoping, but it's a, come on, we have to persevere through it. But when, as you hope, you hope in God, right? and not in the outcome. Can I say when I was waiting for the funding, you know, I was hoping for God to provide, right? I was focused very much on the outcome. I even put matters in my own hands, you know, like I knew that if, well, maybe I didn't know at the time, but now looking back, I knew that if I were to get a scholarship, it would have to have been from JPA, because it, if not, it, would be, it wouldn't work. Yeah, because I had to serve my bond. And here I was creating ways that God could provide. So I even went to, to apply for different scholarships that had their own bonds, hoping that, yeah, if I get it, maybe God will turn things around for me. And, and you know, God, if, if, if this is it, you will provide this scholarship for me. And sometimes we create ways for God to move we create in our own minds how, how, how God can move for us. And how many of you know that God always works in ways that you will not expect? You think that you have the best way that he can provide for you, but he's saying, no, you have no idea how I'm going to do it. So don't hope in, you know, what I'm going to do, but hope in me in me who, who loves you, who wants the best for you. And even as I was doing my devotions uh, one day, and I, I remember God really spoke to me through uh, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. It says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart 
and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. And man, when hoping in God, we really cannot lean on our own understanding. Because who are we to know what, what God is going to do? And uh, we cannot know how God thinks. But we can only hope in who he is. Right? Yeah, let's turn to some more scripture together. All right? Amen? Cool. Let's, let's look at what more about hope in God and who he is. Uh, what does the Bible tell us about this, right? Let's turn to Isaiah 40, verse 26 to 31. If you are there, can I hear a good amen? Amen. Amen. Cool. Verse 26 says this. Lift up your eyes and look to the heavens. Who created all these? He who brings out the starry host one by one and calls forth each of them by name because of his great power and mighty strength. Not one of them is missing. Why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord? My cause is disregarded by my God. Do you not know? Have you heard? The Lord is everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths like us grow tired and weary, right? We do that, right? And young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Amen. Amen. Who is blessed already, right? But even as I was uh, reading through the scripture, this was a time when, when God, through Isaiah, wanted to remind his people who were in exile, who were kept, uh, captive by the Babylonians at the time. And he, he wanted to, to remind his people to hope in him again and remind them, hey, I am, you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Do you know who you are hoping in? And at the time, they forgot God's promise and they started worshiping idols and they were worshiping even the stars and here God saying that who created all of these it is me I created all of this I am the one who you know bring out the stars and I I know each of them by name and he is great in power and has mighty strength not one of them is missing He's saying, not one of the stars is missing. I know all the names of the stars I've created. What more my people? Right? What more you? Know the God that you are hoping in. And, you know, he said, do you not know? Have you heard this? The Lord is everlasting God. Hey, the God that we're hoping in, he's the creator of the ends of the earth. And he's saying he will not grow tired or weary. And his understanding, come on, friends. His understanding we cannot fathom. So let's just continue to trust in Him. 
right? Even as we hope, you know, God also gives us um, the, the stamina to continue hoping. Here it says, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And even as I was preparing, I was reading as well in my study Bible. And for this um, verse, what they wrote here was this. Savor God's promise by faith until the time of fulfillment. And you will find endless supplies of fresh strength. God will really give you the stamina while you wait. So continue to hope in Him. And know that when God moves, He always moves with a bigger picture in mind. And sometimes you wonder, why? Why the wait, God? Like, if you wanted to give me the blessing, you, you can just give it now. Why are you making me wait? Right? And even as you ask that, you know, remember His, his understanding we cannot fathom. But... As you wait, hope optimistically, keep looking to Him, savor His promise, savor His word, take pleasure in the process, knowing that He is not out to harm you, He is out to, to grow you, and take this time even to grow deeper in God, right? And can I give you another scripture which says uh, from Romans 8.28 as an encouragement. We know that all things work together for good to those who love God and those who are called according to His purpose. Yeah. Amen. Even hold on to God's promise while you wait. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now, my third point, right? <laughs> what to do uh, while you wait. You've surrendered. You know you need to continue hoping in God. While you wait, the third point is, wait like the waiters do. You get it? <laughs> is it just us, Pastor? <laughs> so point number three is, serve. <laughs> we tried. I tried. Okay. <laughs> so serve. Serve your... That's... Um, even while I was waiting, that was what I did. I went... I had to go home to Malaysia, not knowing whether or not I will come back to do my PhD. I remember that day that I had to say goodbye to my friends here, my, my family here. Oh, it was so sad. <laughs> um, but I went home and I found a church to root down in. And I started serving. And, um, you know, serving the Lord while waiting, it is biblical as well. So let's turn to Psalm 37, verses 3 to 4. Let's read together. Amen. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. What does it say here? Trust in the Lord and while you wait, do good and dwell, dwell in the land. I don't know, maybe some of you here, wherever you are right now and you're waiting on God to provide or 
um, to, you know, you're waiting on God for something, but wherever you are right now, you, you, don't, you don't want to be there. Maybe going back to Hannah again, maybe um, if you're looking around and everyone else is just ahead of you or everyone is just getting their, their, their blessing before you and you're, you just don't want to be where you are. But what does God say? He says, dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. You know, even as you are where, where, where God's placed you now, I believe there is a purpose there for you, you know. And God is saying, come on, serve the people around you. Love them. Show them your kindness, you know, because God loves you. And also feed, feed on his faithfulness. Hold on to God as you serve. And maybe some of you here, you, are, you want to serve, but... You're like, what do I have to offer, right? God says, look at what I have already put in your hands. And sometimes it's quite literally your hands. <laughs> if you have hands and a, a smile, you can even join the hosting team. Yeah, you can shake hands and welcome people in. You know, <laughs> if you like to bake or cook or even um, you know you know, Sainsbury's or Mark and Spencer so well, you know the good treats, you can go and buy them and join Espresso as well and serve, you know, you can start from church as well. And, and if you are a techie person, you don't really have to be. I'm pretty sure we can uh, teach you, the XTV team can teach you. And if you are interested to join XTV, I'm really not plugging, but you know, it's, it's to grow you guys. If you really uh, want to grow in the Lord, let's come on, start from serving guys. And if you can um, play an instrument or you want to learn an instrument, you know, join the worship team. There are so many talented guitarists here that can teach you or uh, keyboardists that can teach you. And if you want to learn and, and serve the Lord through that, come on. Um, just speak to Sam to join the worship team. Or, yeah. Come on. Amen. But, <laughs> yeah. So basically, even as you, even while you wait on God, right? Um, what do we do? We remember to uh, surrender, come to God as you are, yeah. be honest with Him, yeah. bring your true feelings to Him, don't put up a mask with Him because He, he wants the real you, yeah. he, don't, he doesn't want you to put up a mask yeah. and, and only through that you can grow in Him as well yeah. and you can find rest in Him and point number two is to hope, continue to hope not in the outcome, but in God, in God who is certain, in God who is ever faithful, in God who knows, who is always in control and knows what is best for you. Yeah. And point number three is to serve, and to serve God to your very last breath, guys. Because um, really, you'll be more blessed than anything you know, even take this time of waiting to go deeper yeah. with God, get real with God. Yeah. And even as I close, um, just going back to my story of 
the fact that I'm standing here and in my final year of my PhD, it means that God really did provide, right? He provided, and I, He provided in a way that I knew it could only be Him. Um, I don't know if you know, what, I was one of the 13 people that were sponsored that year. In the year that they also told me that they might not even sponsor me at all in the interview. And even the interview itself, it, I did not do it on my own, guys. But if you want that story, you can speak to me after. <laughs> but yeah, it, it really is God and it could only be Him. And even through the waiting season, I can tell you that the bigger blessing for me was not the fact that he blessed me with this PhD, but the fact that he grew me to be more dependent on him. He grew me to be more intimate with him. He grew habits in me that I needed to have to this day. And do any one of you know that the tough seasons, they don't just stop when God gives you the blessing. They don't just stop when God gives you the job. They don't just stop when God gives you the PhD. Even through the PhD, I had so many hurdles. Um, but because God was the one who provided, I knew I was where I needed to be, and He was always with me through it all. And and ultimately, I can say that it was the waiting season that grew me to to also be able to go through my PhD. Wow. So, friends, even while you wait. You know, um, surrender hope and know that God will provide in His way, a way that you cannot expect, but all you can do is really hope in Him who loves you and knows the best for you. Yeah. Amen. Cool. Even as I close, um, I just, even as I was preparing this message, I, I um, want, just want to pray for um, two groups of people. Uh, the first group is, you know, people who are waiting, uh, maybe right now for a provision, yeah. who are waiting on God to, to you know, you are, you, have, you are desiring, you have an impossible challenge ahead of you, or maybe you've been waiting and you, you um, are waiting on God to provide. And... Uh, the second group of people is this, you, you've been waiting, you've been hoping for a long time and you, you are saddened, you are in pain and maybe you've, through the waiting, you've lost hope. Yeah, and I also want to pray for you. Amen. Um, even, can I invite the worship team up as well? Amen. Yeah. Um, even maybe if that's you, let's just spend some time, you know, like um, looking focusing back on God again, focusing on Him and um, 
if that's you and, and uh, you are within these two groups of people um, I just want to encourage you, you know, right now to just surrender even to God ask what He is speaking to you and I want to pray desiring for a breakthrough who are desiring for just something from you and they are waiting on you oh lord god i pray that even as they wait oh lord god that you will renew their strength even as they surrender oh lord god would you help them find rest in you lord i just pray that even through this time would you take them deeper with you and to be able to grow to the next level of trust even with you, Lord God. Knowing that you are always with them, you are carrying them through uh, this season. And even when the blessing comes, it will come in your perfect timing, Lord. Just thank you, Lord. And I also want to pray for um, just different ones who have been waiting and maybe you are just saddened you've been waiting for so long you've lost all hope and there's just bitterness maybe even resentment or frustrations that you 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 can't get yourself to even hope anymore you can't even get yourself to to get up and, and go on with your day. And I pray, I want to pray, Lord, that you will break that chain. You will remove this sadness that's holding them down. You will remove this pain that's holding them down. But lift their heads to focus on you again, to be able to hope in you again. Lord, just pray. Maybe some of you, you, you feel like you're just unworthy even of, of what you're desiring. You feel like um, there's just so much shame 
or guilt that you feel like I'm not worthy to receive I'm not worthy to ask come on God does not want you to live like that God that is not from God and saying don't wear again the chains that he's already broken amen don't wear again that chain of shame or guilt that's not of him that he's already broken for you and and live confidently live with hope in him man i just want to pray lord for really your peace to overwhelm them lord your love to overwhelm them that out of all these lord they can you will clear up their minds and help them see you again help them see find hope again in you thank you lord for all that you're doing and i pray god really you will cause just such a joy in their their lives um, being able to wake up next day filled with joy and energy and and ready to 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 go on with the day just um, thank you lord for all that you're doing and i really pray lord that even as we go through seasons of waiting lord that you continue to mold us you continue to equip us to trust in you more to love you more to hold on to your promises even more and really we pray lord that our lives will truly magnify you lord god that you will be magnified through our lives that when people see us they see you and they cannot deny you oh lord god just thank you in jesus name we pray If you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life, why don't you join me in saying this prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.axchurch.uk. God bless.